Toledo, Ohio. Beautiful. Yeah, you're good. I don't know why. It's the internet's fault. He's okay. the editor, so it's up to Andrew. So if Andrew's happy with it, then I'm happy with I'm it. I'm happy with yeah. it. Happy with it. You just tone it down, okay? Okay. Okay. <laughs> You're good. You're good. All right. We're going to let this roll in. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the World's Okayus Entrepreneur Podcast, the podcast for the people that don't have an MBA that are just figuring the shit out as they go. Today, I'm really fucking excited because we have Rectangle Pizza here and... I got to know Brianna a little bit. And then obviously we have Jeff as well. This is like the dynamic duo behind Rectangle Pizza. And they just have this really amazing story. We went out one day for drinks. And yeah, I was like, yeah, we did. And I was like, this story is too good not to share. And I mean, I think I just have so many more questions. But we're going to really focus in on a lot of the high highs and low lows of running a business. But to get it started, you're, I just want the people to understand because I think especially we have listeners from all over the United States. You are Detroit-style pizza. Very much so as a born and raised New Yorker. I don't think I ever had heard the term like Detroit-style pizza. So can you just explain to the people the difference between Detroit-style and Sicilian and whatever so that their brains don't explode? And then we're honestly not going to really talk about that part sure. again. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Detroit-style pizza is in a rectangular pan, thus the name, generally. Some sort of like focaccia-like bread, cheese, usually a Wisconsin brick cheese. We don't use it, but who cares? Um, and then cheese all the way to the side of the pan. It gets that nice caramelization. They used pans underneath the like assembly line in Detroit during like automotive. working on cars, the automotive industry. Those pans, when that collapsed, had an abundance of pans. And then now they use them in pizza. And that's where those pans came from. That's where we came from. That's what we have. So, Oh, we didn't come from Detroit. No, we're we're from Minneapolis. Well, I'm from Minneapolis. Minnesota. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> where are you from? Um, I grew up in the suburbs in Rosemount. Okay. And then my parents bought an old Victorian home in central Minnesota. Melrose, Ooh. two water towers, one four-way stop, that kind of town. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I moved to Minneapolis like 12, 15 years ago or so. Yeah. I remember when my town, I grew up in a small town in upstate New York that we got our first stoplight. And it wasn't even a stoplight. It was a flashing yellow light. And yeah. everybody was like, that was the talk of the town for a second. I'm like, we have a flashing yellow light. Yeah. It's uh, like strung between poles. <laughs> Like Nobody that. obeyed it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm in too much of a rush. I can't obey it. Yeah. Not go down that street. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Scary. So, how long has Rectangle been around for? I mean, four years. Yeah. Three and a half right now. We opened at the North Loop Galley in December of 2019, right before the pandemic hit. Thumbs up to that. Yeah. Uh huh. So, yeah, since then. Mm hmm. What was the, like, I mean, because both of you, like, have been in the restaurant industry, but you've never started a restaurant. Like, what was the moment when you were like, we're going for it? There was a opportunity to open in a restaurant incubator called the North of Galley. I had concepts and stuff and this things I've been working on forever. Detroit style pizza is my favorite kind of pizza. And but besides that, I had other menus that we could have done and we could have worked on. We sort of did pitch to them, but there was an opportunity, very low capital 
very low risk, very high-ish reward, or just at least to get your foot in the door. And so we went through that whole process. It was like a year. Mm-hmm. Eventually. Application like, process, yeah. Cool. You'll be one of the starting four. And, you know, we were open for three months before the pandemic. During those three months, it was like we had a certain amount of pans. We had 150 pans and we could only do that many pizzas per day. And we would be selling out by like five or six. So people were like, oh, I want to go eat the pizza. And the five o'clock would be like, you can't be sold out. We're like, well, we are. <laughs> we are. <laughs> so, it doesn't happen in two minutes. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. The, so that was the reason that, you know, we started because it seemed like we didn't have to like pay rent and we didn't have to buy a bunch of equipment that came with all the stuff that you needed mm-hmm. for a restaurant. Just the small wares is what we got. Yeah. A small amount of capital. So. Yep. Okay. That is huge, a huge really thing. Good idea for we we love the food hall idea because of that. Yeah, yeah. It was pizza. It's something you always wanted to do, big time. <laughs> oh, pizza! And I always, I mean, who doesn't love pizza? But it's been like forefront of my brain forever. Yeah, I mean, he's this is, this is really good at cooking <laughs> and can cook everything really well. Thanks. Well, you can. So before you two got here, we actually were having this conversation because I was watching YouTube last night and Joshua Weissman was, he was like, I never cook at home anymore. Do you actually cook at home? Anytime. Oh, he does. Like I said, body by Jeff. I eat all Jeff's food and it's amazing. I mean, recently it's been a lot less like cooking for us or at least for me, like in the restaurants and whatnot. I mean, I would like to be, I'd prefer to be cooking more, but kind of taking that step back, letting other people do it, trying to do other things, which I'm not very good at. It's talking about computers and spreadsheets. (laughs) Much of that. But yeah, so then it's like we get home and I'm like, I'm hungry. I didn't eat anything. Just been doing beep boop, beep boop stuff all day. And then I was like, all right, well, now I'm going to make stuff. I got to cook something. So is that your creative time then? Is that when you like come up with different recipes when you're working at home? No, no, but sort of. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> At home, we got, sorry, sorry, yeah, I kind of, but it's usually like I, I try and finesse that in my brain and our kitchen is like four feet wide. Okay. With like two feet of actual space to like stand in. So it's like one pot things. And like, if I'm trying to do anything elaborate, it's just not going to happen. So we've got our go-tos that you make. Yeah. I like cutting stuff. and cooking and doing the stuff, but it's, it's not like restaurant cooking by Right. Yeah. Right. And so where do you come up with some of those ideas for the restaurant? Like, do you have you have you created a practice of set, setting aside that time to be creative? Someday I will. I feel uh, you. Absolutely not. It usually is like I stay up way too late instead of going to sleep. I'll just try and do stuff. Like, like, yeah. Kind of yeah. like winding down is that time, which is, I don't know. My brain works in an odd way yeah. like that, but it's like the only time I have. So, yeah, I, I mean, I just like I draw inspiration from anything for sure. So. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, it's pretty easy for pizza because it's just like any sandwich that's like a thing already. It's like, oh, well, that could be pizza, pizza. Mm -hmm. So it's where he's gotten a lot of sandwiches. I kind of love the format, like formatting things like that. So you have so you have like something to it's almost like a chalkboard. You're like, oh, I was super inspired by this meal I just ate. How do I put this into a pizza? Like, Mm -hmm. how do I translate this to somebody in a way that 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 everyone loves and everyone knows? Yeah. Like, I think that's the cool thing about pizza. That is the best thing about pizza. And now my brain is going farther away from pizza because we already always do that. And it's, I wouldn't say it's easy, but it's like that second nature. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, what are we going to do like legitimate dishes on these menus? And like, how can we have some fun that's like, take the pizza and put it somewhere else? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. 
So you had said earlier, like you're kind of like, I always call it like your zone of genius. Like what are each of your zones of genius? And then also like, what do you find yourself doing though in your current day to day? Zones of genius. I don't know if I can answer that. Uh, I mean, food stuff. And I am trying to get back into it now with the restaurant that we're opening. It's much easier for me to like play around and do that kind of thing than it is. I mean, she's the sunshine director. It's my official title. Yeah. You know, yeah. brightening people's days and being there for people. And like, like, you know, she can do the job that it is running a restaurant, but it's also, it's like being there, like hyping people up. Yeah. The people time, that's where I. So she gets a lot of practice. You're almost yeah. like pizza coach. Yeah. You could say that. Yeah. Sure. Like, Friendship friend. Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> Friendship pal. Yeah. yeah. I guess that's my zone of genius for sure. That's my favorite part. Just getting to see it all happen. And when everyone's in their like favorite zone and they're they're, like the best version of themselves, like cooking and someone else is behind the bar and someone else is greeting people and everyone's like doing like, yes, this is where I'm supposed to be. And I'm like, "Ah, we're doing it, you know, and I just get to talk to everyone in all pieces. That's what I love. So sunshine director is not a term that is common on a job description. Is there a reason why you decided to pick sunshine director? He picked it for me when he ordered our uh, business cards for the first location. He's like, I'm going to get you a business card. I was like, cool. And he's like, what do you want your title to be? And I was like, I don't really care. Like, yeah, buddy or something. And then... Friend, pal. Yeah, yeah. Friend, friendship, pal. And uh, they came in the mail and he just <laughs> got home from work and opened the door and he had just this, the fun smile you get where like, like so excited and your face crunches up. Yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, your cards came in and I opened it up and it said Sunshine Director. He surprised me with it. And I was like, okay, I can work with that. I like it. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty silly. Thanks. That's You're nice. Welcome. Sorry, what was your second part of the question? <laughs> I mean, I think it's very much such like... Do you get to do it? Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, with the new restaurant opening in St. Paul, yes, I will be getting to do that more. Um, but it's been a lot of planning and emailing and licensing yeah. and setting up and organizing, which is fine. But I like a little bit of everything. The ADD is hard in my life. So, like, if I can touch a little bit of everything, then that, then that makes me feel good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I recently did this thing amongst my like leadership team. It's called a Kobe and it's very common in entrepreneurs. Like you have this, there's like, it's like fact finder, follow through, quick start, and then integrator. Okay. <laughs> my quick start off the fucking charts. And it's like a yeah. very common thing with entrepreneurs because you're like, we're just going to fucking try it. We're yeah. just going to go for it. We're going to see what happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would be curious if you all like took one, if you would be like, yeah. And I'm like, Fact finder is super low and like follow through. I'm like, I want to will it into the universe, get it going. And then I don't want to fucking touch it after that. Yep. I can relate with that part for sure. <laughs> I like the setting up and it's like, okay, someone else gets to take care of it now. Yeah. Yep. 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 I have a really hard time with that. Follow Why through? is that? Don't. I don't know. Because I want to I want to do it. You want to do like the spreadsheets? No, I just like the things that I can do. <laughs> like yeah. I want to be there to help rather than just be like lay the groundwork and bail. Yep. I like it's. And there's a, a way to do that, obviously, but like mm-hmm. I, I have a hard time just like here's the recipe, like SOP for it. Uh huh. Right. Cause you know, are you one of those people who wants to make about 200 of the same thing to like really perfect it? Like every time you're making it, you're like, I want to make this even better than I made it last time. That drove me nuts at the beginning when we, <laughs> when we started. We pretty much nail it first try. <laughs> 
It's a thing we say around our squad. We call it FT. And just like you nail it the first the first time. Yeah. But yeah, we when we first started, I was like, because I, you know, when I was trained and learned how to manage restaurants, the spot that I learned at Herkimer and Motoe and Uptown, Lynn Lake neighborhood of Minneapolis, I had an amazing boss, uh, Blake Richardson, who still runs Motoe. And he taught me how to, you know, like, here's how you build recipes. Here's how you do inventory. Here's how you like, look at everything so you know where everything's going. So like an ounce off of the booze or whatever, you know how to track it and where it's at. And so as soon as we started, I was like, we got to do this so we know where everything's going. That way you're not guessing, you know, where your money is. Because with food, it's so easy to over portion, under portion, you know, drop something on the floor and not account for it. And so I was like, got to get these recipes in. What products are we using? Let's build it. Let's inventory it. And he kept switching it up every time. And I was like, I just want this to be like, let's go. And then I said it and you you do it. And and then the pandemic hit and everybody was out of everything. And we switched our cheese like 700 times. And I was like, I got to give that. I got to let that part of me go, you know, just like flow a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that's contributed to your success, though? Keeping a tight grip on those portions and those things like that? We're trying. Yeah, it's not easy. There's a lot of moving parts. <laughs> I mean, I've heard of... <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, we're trying. Okay, John. I mean, good. It's fine. It's not like as strict as many other restaurants mm-hmm. that are like, you need to portion right. everything every time. Mm-hmm. Like we got, we laid the groundwork for it to be like pretty easy. Mm-hmm. It being in like a pan is like, it's one set area. Make it look like this shape. You shouldn't have too much prop. Right. I think being conscious of it's probably helped with your success because I've heard of some restaurants who were like, yeah, we realized when we did an, an audit on our booze that we were only selling 30% of our booze. Oh, if it was just leaving. And I was like, wow, that's, yeah, that's what you don't ever want to be surprised with. That's terrifying. I mean, I think it was funny when we met that one time, though. I have a very vivid memory of you were like, <laughs> looking at me right the now. Scotch, yeah, the yeah. Scotch guy. You're yeah. like, you're <laughs> like, what is this pour right now? You're like, how many fingers is that pour? Yes. <laughs> I was like, is someone ordering a quad shot because that is a an expensive expensive scotch and b like is it for the guy working behind the bar i'm so confused what's happening right now it was they're gonna use huge yeah but it was more than lunch <laughs> yeah that's what the cooks always say oh i need it for a recipe and you're like do you so tell me your recipe okay. the or, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we're gonna dive in right now because we have a lot of questions but actually we're just even more curious about like the big thing that happened in february so sure yeah good morning america yeah so let our guests know you won best pizza in america from good morning america there's a lot of americas in that sentence for sure (laughs) america can you fuck yeah (laughs) (laughs) can you just tell us like 72 hours up before winning that like where like did you just like apply where you approached? Like, you know, what was kind of going through your minds? Like, you know. So I got a call from Peter Campbell from Red Wagon. He was like, do you, he's like, do you have a second? Do you want to be on Good Morning America? I was like, yes, of course. And then because they approached him and he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm down. Who am I going against? Mm. And they, they were like, oh, we got a list, but I don't know. And he was like, well, I could, can I put a recommendation for Jeff at Rectangle Pizza? And they called me. They were like, you're on the list. Uh, like, do you want to do this? Like, send. There was a couple questions that we had to answer. Mm-hmm. But they were like, yeah, they were one of the small amount or I don't, I don't really know. I don't really know how they know they, Yeah. Not sure how, how they are. And we didn't ask because it was so fast. Yeah. There had to have been. Yeah. yeah. I said the list. So yeah. Yeah. The list is, but. So 
that happened. And then we, that was. When was that? Weeks before we. Oh, wow. January. So you had two weeks to plan for this. I mean, I knew what I would do immediately. Yeah. Because, I mean. So how they they asked him, they said, the concept of what we're doing is a contest for best pizza in America. And we want unusual toppings on pizza, like places that aren't a chain, that aren't like really franchised out and places that are being creative and not just your normal cut vegetable, meat, put it on pizza, send it out. Right. And so we were like, well, that is. That is what he does. Yeah, literally. That. Definitely have those things. And so that's how that's how they approached it to us. And then I was like, you know, we're known for our shredder pizza. Mm-hmm. That's what that's our big flagship pizza. And I was like, is that what you're gonna do? Because I mean it's delicious and we love it, but it's not I would think that we make a lot of all, all the things on there except for the pepperoni, but it's not like the only thing crazy, you know. Was, you know, not like a pepperoni pizza. I was like, Oh okay. yeah, that's right. And I'm like, all right, whatever. And then we got off the phone call. She's like, you got to do the shredder, right? And I was like, well, I'm going to do the breakfast pizza. Yeah. Because it's good morning, America. <laughs> Smart. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it, so fast forward just a little bit. It like when we were in there eventually after we won the first round or no, we were watching, we were watching it on TV. The first round was like, they both did a pepperoni pizza. The second round was like one pepperoni pizza and the other dude did like a, a lemon pepper chicken wing, which I was like, oh, okay. So one person got the memo. Yeah. So was this, you were in New York watching it on TV? We no, because when they did Our City, they came to Minneapolis to film it. They filmed it at the market at Malcolm Yards. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. We were just like, did they not give the same information to every city? Like what is going on here? But maybe places just don't do that crazy amount of, you know what I mean? Something different, like a, a composed dish. It's not as wacky as us, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So um, I'm hearing like, so three weeks out before this, you get a call from Good Morning America mm-hmm. and they're like, pretty much, do you want to do this? You can't do a pepperoni pizza. But then they start going to cities and then that's like them like making the... Semi-finalists. The semi-finalists, like yeah. making yeah. it smaller and everything. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So then they come to Minneapolis and, you know, Pete Campbell and, and Jeff get in... We make the pizzas and yep. so we we win that round mm-hmm. and then the next day we're on a plane because then two days later we filmed the finals we were the final city we were the last <laughs> city, yeah. did you think at that moment that you were like were you going into when it was here in minneapolis like we have it were you kind of like already like were your bags packed or were you were like no 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 not at all Don't. do you have anybody to cover your shift we i mean we were gonna figure we were it gonna out. do we were gonna go either way we we brought like my brother and his wife came. So it was kind of a crazy, um, it was an insane couple of days. Hi, my hands. I talk with my hands. Oh, you're good. Flip stuff around. It, that was super early in the morning. What did we get? We got to Malcolm Yards at like four in the morning and they had- Driver come pick us up. No big deal. Yeah. <laughs> was it in a black car? Uh-huh. Good. SUV. The worst is when you try to requ- request the XL and then you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sick. It was great. Um, so we win, and then the producer of the show was like, "Yeah, Amy, amazing, such a badass." And she's like, "Okay, here's what we need from you because we we already knew they prepped us. Like, if you win, here's the scenario that you're in." And she's like, "Okay, so I've got this, this, and this. Here's who you send it to, and then bring it to FedEx to ship on dry ice overnight, so that we have it at the studio, right? Like all of our ingredients, all of our prepped items." Whoa! And we're like, "Yep." So we all we knew that was. An yeah. option if we were going to win. And and I was like, oh, you never mentioned FedEx. We have a really good relationship with the UPS of Uptown. Shout out Judy. She's amazing. 
we, they do a lot of our printing. Anyway, so I was like, I already talked to Judy. And I was like, oh, I've got to dial down. We know how to do it. We've got our system in place. And she goes, no, it's FedEx. ABC, which Good Morning America is on, is owned by Disney. And they have a contract with FedEx. And I was like, so switch it up. Caught it. To three of them and couldn't really figure it out. They didn't have our boxes. It was a nightmare. It was a nightmare. Like two hours. Went to the Walmart of Richfield to get their last styrofoam box to put dry. It was just like a... So you woke up at 4 a.m. And then you're like going to like midnight that night to... Get your stuff shipped. Yeah. Yep. Pretty much. Alec, his brother Alex and his wife Kayla flew out that no that night because we flew out Thursday morning. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. So they flew out Wednesday night. Checked all of our and they we said as a backup plan, bring everything with you just in case this FedEx thing somehow doesn't work. You know, and I, I was about to have like three backup plans. I was like, we will not fuck this shit up. Yep. Redundancy is important in yeah. business. It sure is. Yeah. To do our prep. They're like, you just send us the recipes and we'll do your prep. And I was like. If you're like, fuck no, you're not. So I'm really fucking Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so then, so we got the FedEx stuff figured out. We got it sent out. And we're like, okay, we did it. We nailed it. Now let's go back to the restaurant and prep the backup plan. And I was like, okay, what's the third backup plan? And they're like, we'll know when Alex and Kayla go to New York, if their carry-on or checked bag doesn't work, we can then do something else. Like, we'll know tonight. And I was like, are you sure? <laughs> you know? So, and then it worked. So they their checked bag worked and we had the ingredients in New York, already. there with them at their hotel room in the fridge. So and now we had the, the package sh- shipped, and it was shipped. So we had two two options, and then they we wake get up at two in the morning to go to the airport again. Yep. The next day, the next, next day, day, get on the plane. Did they give you good seats? Fine. Regular seats. Okay, so no more really? black car service. The black car service is out. They got us a car there. We get a car. No, I mean like yeah. in the air, in the... There's not black car air. It, no. was, well, like, I mean, our, it was not for... Comfort. Place. Okay, that's what... There's yeah. only like two different seats. At this point, wait, you haven't won yet. So they're like, eh, we're just gonna get them there. Yeah. Either way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm really bad at flying, so I got pretty twisted up. So I don't really remember, <laughs> but we, we land in New York. And I turned my phone on. And the second I turned my phone on, Amy, the producer, calls me. And she's like, we got really bad news. I was like, what's I was, up? I was like, just start walking. Something yeah. really insane. Happened. She's like, they, your your package didn't ship. It's not here. And I was like, whatever. She's like, what do you mean? You're like, like should I go with UPS? Yeah, we got, we got, an, <laughs> we had another plan. We got, I had another backup, backup plan that we were going to send out. We're all good. We got all of our stuff. It's already there. She Don't worry like, about it. Yeah. <laughs> Very stoked. Yeah. They liked us for sure. They really, really liked us. Um, yeah. Then we get the black car service from the airport to the hotel and we had the day to chill and relax and then to be to bed by what, 6 p.m. because we had another 2 a.m. morning. Okay. So Thursday at 4 a.m. you're at Malcolm Yards in Minneapolis. Wednesday. 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 Thursday at 2 a.m. you're leaving for New York City. Yep. You get the oh shit news, but you were like, okay, by like... 8, 8 a.m., 10 a.m.? Sure. Yeah. And so that's Thursday. Yeah. And then you had the day to enjoy New York City. Sure. We were nervous as we got. Enjoy. Enjoy. Yeah. We had a very small amount of time between like checking in and. I mean, maybe you checked out Flying Tiger in Midtown, Manhattan, you know, another Detroit style pizza. I don't know. Lion tig- Lions, Tigers, and Squares. That's what it is. Not Flying Tiger. Lions, Tigers, and Squares. I walked past it and I was like, yeah. Let's do something else. It's yeah. a different vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Like Detroit pizza in New York. It was, it did not sit well with me. Anyway, that's a dead. <laughs> well, and we, yeah. Yeah. One of our old coworkers from the Herkimer moved out there and works at this awesome restaurant called Servos. I don't know what neighborhood it's in. I'm bad with neighborhoods. I Anyways, could yeah. Not tell. I, I think it was close to uh, Little Italy. 
We yes. Were it up after yes. Yeah. Yes. So we had reservations in our squad. So it was Alex and Kayla who had already brought our checked. Yep. Secured. And the, the, the MVPs of the trip so far. Total. MVPs. Yep. A hundred percent. Jeff and I, and then um, Gob, our beverage director, and Elizabeth, our events and marketing and sales director. So those six of us get to go out to dinner Thursday night and be like, okay, let's set some good vibes, good tones. We're feeling good. And then they went off to meet with friends. We were like, let's go to bed right now because we have to be up at 2 a.m. again on Friday morning for the finals. So what time did you go to bed? I mean, fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> fell asleep like two. Yeah. In the so morning? For like no. 30 minutes? Yeah, maybe. We were really just like we interesting, anxiety-ridden. Right. We had to be on the bus to go one block at 4.30. Yeah. Oh, man. So we, we, got a, we got a sprinter van to go one block. They made you get in the van to go one block? Yeah. You didn't just walk there? Uh, well, we didn't know where it was. And after we got in and got out, we're like, could have walked. <laughs> well, we we could see where we were going. It's just like, gets everybody get in here. Yeah. Anyways, whatever. Yeah. So then we get in there and they have like the main studio that has uh, like on the street level where people can stand and look in on them recording. There's the exact same studio, one level up or down to do other sections of the news or whatever. And then three floors down below that is their like prep kitchen. So that's where we were all stationed up. And then we cooked outside in uni ovens in Times Square, which was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. That was really neat. We had unis to start when we, like, didn't have a truck or we didn't really have a plan for doing any sort of catering or anything. Yeah. We would do the, we got a couple of unis and definitely not meant for Detroit-style pizza, but. We knew how to finesse it. Yeah. It works really well. So we were stoked about that. It was, when when we got there, it was really kind of meditative for me, at least, because we were like, Did we got all of our stuff. It's not that tough. We're ready to go. We're dialed. Yeah. We felt dialed the whole time. Everybody there was kind of running around and like. Didn't want to be there. Freaking out about the. Yeah. Just kind of like not zoned in. And we're like. We're Did everybody kind of keep to themselves? I always wonder in like big competitions is like everybody kind of like sizing up the competition. They're like, we're not going to talk to anybody. Or is there like a like, hey, like, I mean, what was the vibes? It's a good For the question. most part, it was like really not talking. And that's not really our vibe so much. Mm-mm. And. Because of that, and in New York City, everybody that worked there in that building was like, you guys are going to fucking win. And we were like, what? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we want you to win. And we were like, right next next to the people. Like the other competitors are right here. It's like, fuck those guys. You're going to (laughs) win. Just very odd as a Minnesotan to be like, but they're they're right there. You're like, it's not in our natural being to take flattery or any kind of compliments. You're like, can win. That was my time. I was yeah. like, let's be friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I think Minnesota invented the participation trophy. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's a big time. Yeah. I bet it's in some sort of history book. That's for sure. <laughs> it's no, in that it's upbringing. It's like, no, I don't want to talk about myself. Like, yeah, uh, yeah totally. Yeah. Um, but then, I mean, honestly, the whole time we were there was just like, I feel really good. This is really easy. Why are we the first ones done when our pizza takes the longest to cook? Why... Like, we're just dialed, dialed. We have extra, we have extra on extra pizzas in case something falls. Someone drops something, you mm. prepare for everything, right? And But you're going to a studio. There's going to be other people there. Like, how how many times have we been and done something like, oh, there's no extra pizza? Like, well, we're always bringing extra pizza. Yeah. Jeff's favorite yeah. phrase in the kitchen is better up than down. Be yeah. Better up. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's important. I think so. My question is, once the pizzas were done, were the judges eating hot pizza or cold pizza? That's an interesting part, which I have always wondered with competition shows. But we made 
the pizzas fresh and one went right to the judges before anything aired so they could try it off camera separately. So they already knew before going in exactly what was going to happen. That's what, always one of my curiosities with those shows. I'm like, that's been sitting there for at least 15 minutes. Yeah. It can't be good. Yeah. Hey, lucky, lucky for us, our food looks really good like two hours later. Uh huh. Yeah. And it still is really good. Two hours later. <laughs> Do a lot of two hour later eating. Of our pizza. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, No, that was that was a trip. We didn't know what we were going to be doing judging wise either. So or who would be judging. Yeah. Yeah. So that was another thing. The night before we were in bed and like just, you know, stressing and like Mm -hmm. super anxious and like anxious, not stressed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Two things can be true at the same time. Oh, 100%. Yeah, they they can. But I I did feel stressed. I was just like, okay, I want to get going. I want this to like happen. I'm ready to go. You're like, you're anxious and you're like, I'm stressed and anxious. Yeah, I was was ready to go. But then they were like, oh, and then the guest judge is Artie Sequeira. And I was like, oh, very cool. Yeah. I like Artie Sequeira a lot. Yes. And Peter texted me like right then because like we're buds. And he was like, I love Artie. Tell her I said hello. And... Like, she's like the nicest person ever. So, yeah, it's really good for you. So, yeah. So you get the pizzas done and then they're judging. So, like, what are you doing in the meantime? Are you just standing around outside next to the pizza ovens and waiting to see what they say? Or are you like in a green room? Yeah. After they ate it, like, what's the process then? How'd that go down? So they asked us to have one for them to try, one to have on display at the little stand Jeff was standing at, and then another one for them to, like, have on camera to try. And then... We just had like three other, four other backups just in yeah. case. We just made and a then, pizza and put them in a hot box and what a were just it. in the studio, really. And we were there yeah. forever because everyone else had like just started when we were done. Mm-hmm. So the time waiting to get the news was, it was kind of long then? Yeah. It's all such a part of that. For real. I think it was probably like realistically 40 minutes okay. between like finishing our pizzas. Everybody else did theirs. We went inside. It was like boom, boom, boom. Shot a couple of like promo things. Yep. And then. And then they do the segment and the segment got pushed back. And yeah, it was, uh, yeah, when they try everything and then you like, okay, Jeff, tell us about Rectangle Pizza and what you have today. And you did that. So they did that for each of the five cities. And then they asked the judges to talk about each one. And then they get to the voting part. And I was just like, just sweating all beat hell behind the cameraman. <laughs> just like, oh my God. Oh my God. Here's the moment. And, yeah. Tell us about, tell us about yeah. the process. I'm always curious because I always see on these competition shows, they like yeah. bring you out and they stand there and they're mm. like, your pizza sucked. Your pizza was great. <laughs> yeah. Like, what was that? So the funny part is, can you tell? <laughs> I mean, you're the one that heard it straight well, up. So the two dudes from. Yeah. The, there's four judges. It was Tiki Barber, Artie Sequera, and then two. <laughs> Yeah, that is a handsome man. Oh, Holy so. moly in real life is he beautiful. Mm. Anyway. So same with Michael Strahan. Um anyway, so anyway. We'll put the hot squad on Instagram so everybody can um, understand what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. the guy. And then there's two dudes from God, I can't remember their like Little Olive or something is their restaurant. Just some real New Yorkers. Mm-hmm. Um and so they were like, Tiki, what do you think? And he like, oh, this first one is like really good. And they said they made like the first city go up and talk about their pizza. And they're like, Tiki, what do you think of this one? And so he's like, here's what I think about it. The next city talks about their pizza. And they're like, dude, from this New York restaurant, what do you think? And then he just started talking about the one he liked the most. So he totally misunderstood the assignment. Michael Strahan's like, fuck, what's going on? 
you guys can't even follow assignments. You got so mad at it, like behind camera. It was so funny. <laughs> it was the, like the other New Yorker was like, they asked him the same question. He was like, I really like this square one. And he was like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Like, Not- we have to follow you. Yeah, it was it was hilarious. Well, they got so funny. Yeah. I, admit, I felt pretty good about that. <laughs> when they said they liked yeah. Joe's out of order. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was funny to see. And then they're like, OK, time to judge. And it was Fuse Pies that got the first vote. And then Pizza John that got the second one. And the dude who talked out a turn and said he liked yours the best voted for you. And then it was like. Oh, shit, we it win. Could, it could be anyone. No, it was... I, I knew we were going to win right then. I mean, I did too. <laughs> and then Artie picked us. And then, yeah. I blacked out. I fell to the ground. The cameraman flipped over his camera and like zoned up, zoomed in on me. And I was like, oh my God, I'm not supposed to be on camera. Get that shit out of my face. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. everyone else was like, get up there. And I was like, oh, that's right. <laughs> Wait, did you literally right. pass out? Not did like... Faint a little? I, just my knees kind of gave out. Yeah. <laughs> just felt yeah. And I just started crying and laughing. I don't know. Like when you feel every emotion all at once, you're like, what? Jeff Terzius better be up than down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. I got up pretty fast, though. <laughs> I mean, I think that's pretty understandable. You, you just won like best pizza of America. I don't even think like your body even knows how to process. Like it's so many, too many emotions at once that you're like, I don't even know. <sighs> and so what time is this even then? 7.30? 8, 8.15. In the morning? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Stay ahead of you. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It sure was. Yeah. yeah. Breakfast. Hell of a and breakfast. And is it live then as well? Or Yeah. It's live, but... Like 15 or 30 seconds behind? Live-ish. <laughs> Live-ish. Yeah, no, I, it, it's live, but it's also... It was... It yeah. premieres in the East Coast. So what... And an hour later, it would be... The same time. Be live here. Right. Okay. So if they're like, it's 8 o'clock, good morning America, from New York, then they... Wait an hour to have it be at eight o'clock. Yeah. Central time zone. See what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. Five. Right. So people can actually watch it when they get All right. It. So we're now at the the new tipping point now, which is the 72 hours after. You just won Best Pizza in America. On a Friday. On a Friday. Long weekend. Because it was President's Day that Monday, so it was a bank holiday. Oh, boy. The whole director team is gone. Well, except for Nick Whitehill. It was before we... Because were. everybody, like, key players is yeah. with you. Yep. yep. It was before we had opened the restaurant. Like, like, like bef- before the open at 11 a.m. Yeah. Yep. And, and at this time, you have the three restaurants. Yeah, all three of them are yep. operating. Yeah. Yep. 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 And so <laughs> we were like, are you going to be okay? <laughs> we're like, yeah, this is awesome. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, no. Total mayhem. Like, I mean, restaurants run really thin, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. razor thin margins, razor thin labor. Is, like, is, and when people are working, chefs are like, you don't want too many people here spilling tips. You don't want too many people in the kitchen. You know, people want it to be like exactly what it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Yep. You don't want too much food because it goes exactly. bad. That's right. Yeah. So nice we job. sold out like of everything at like nine o'clock the first day. And they're like, what are we going to do? It's like, whenever you can. Yeah. Just do whatever you can. And we were still, I don't know. It was, it was a lot. You could say. Yeah. It was not. I mean, that afternoon we celebrated, got into a hotel in Brooklyn, celebrated. We went to the Met. No, or was that the next was day? The next day, yeah. Yeah. But we it was a lot of answering calls and friends who can come and dishwash, who can help prep. You know, we just need bodies and hands everywhere. Yeah. Because we just went from a normal working February week to chaos. Right. Like you chaos. can't project for this kind of stuff. Like, because especially yeah. if you lose, you're like, I'm not going to like, I can't like say whatever. So like, it's like Friday, you've just won. And then like, 
how much time has passed before you're like realizing like you've inherited like it's like a two things can be true scenario. It's the best and worst fucking thing to kind of happen at this. The most time. true statement. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was it was awesome. It was just a lot of people like we're so tired. I'm like, huh. yeah, I know. Just like do whatever you can. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like it doesn't I, I don't know. Everyone was like losing it, trying to keep every menu item and whatever, you know, like. We're like 86 everything. Just have the breakfast pizza and have the shredder. And if you have those things, you can easily have a pepperoni or a cheese. If the menu is four things, it's fine. Also, if you have to shut down, that's not a problem. Yeah. Because yeah. I think maybe a lot of people were there just to get an Instagram picture of like, look, we have the best pizza today. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that either. Uh-uh. No, I'll take it all day. <laughs> Was there a moment where like, how long did you guys stay in New York for? So the f- <laughs> I'm pretty much going to dial in. I was like, and to let you guys know, I've totally been there. Like I had a viral moment. I talked about it on the podcast. Like we had a vote necklace, like when the Michelle Obama vote oh, necklace I, happened. Yeah. And we had a different one, but it didn't fucking matter. Kind of, we had like the more price Midwest conscious one or whatever. And like, I was like, I hadn't seen money because it was during the pandemic. I hadn't oh, yeah. seen money like that for forever. And like, I just, I just was like, fucking oversell it. I was like, I will figure out all of these shit storms at some point in time as yeah. like, like they come up. So you're in a, good community now like just figure it out fucking mode figure it out mode for sure so and we when we were like at malcolm talking with the producer the first the first round we're like we want to extend our trip we have it we're we're gonna like hang out flown on a plane because starting a business and a second location and a third location and getting a food truck up and running and the pandemic let's stay two more days let's stay three more days is that your first vacation that you've taken since opening these no okay we we as family has a cabin up north and my family goes to Ely every year so we do that but it's in vacation taking a plane i know you said though you don't like i I, i'm fine with flying i just have to you know yeah yeah (laughs) yeah a little prep well you're gonna you're gonna do a little prep no this was like you're like let's treat ourselves like 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 this is this opportunity win or lose we want to hang probably gonna lose so let's chill and we have friends, so let's let yeah. see friends that have moved there and live there. And we were, you know, so we were like, Kid, is, is it cool if we switch our flight back to Tuesday? Like, whenever. And she's like, let's I don't know. care. Just tell me and I'll switch it. And we're like, hey, let's stay and hang. Like yeah. us. So we're just hanging in New York, freaking out, trying to do all of this stuff that we, you know, like trying to coordinate direct and coordinate. and mm-hmm. Without physically being there, obviously. And that was. You're just trying to enjoy yourself. Can't. Couldn't. That's I mean, fine. So I, I'm telling myself this story in my head right now. That's pretty much so now we're, I mean, this is Friday when this still all happens and so your flight doesn't leave until Tuesday. Uh-huh. And so, and your store is opening up at 11 a.m., you uh-huh. know, and I just kind of, all I can imagine is like you're on your phone and your battery's just fucking draining and you're just sending texts left and right. And like the information going out and in is just a constant, like, mm-hmm. is your brain like kind of at this moment, just like kind of popping off and it's like, attached but then you're also like i'm in new york city i gotta take a moment to enjoy so we tried going to the met you know we tried to hit places that are on our list to um do you remember any of these places we went to the rock and roll a bunch oh yeah the rock and roll is so rock good yeah, yeah. we the stayed thing. right by there what is the it, the coffee thing the, the, the coffee, coffee thing, thing. So yeah. yeah i have a friend who works for that company she used to do hair here and now bartends and does hair out there and we so get to hang it's counter the best sandwich i've ever had in my entire life yep yeah. It was like a we did that. We tried the pizza spots. We went to Polly G's. We Yeah. It was cute. Oh, we got tattoos. We got tattoos. Yeah. Tattoos. Yeah. Fun. It says Jeff's Kiss, because that was like his signature thing he said on the show. He's yes. like, it's got Jeff's Kiss. <laughs> Love it. So cute. <laughs> yeah. Everybody got one. All six of us not did, yeah. Me. That's not weird. 
<laughs> so anyways, but yes, to answer your question, yes, our brains were exploding imploding exploding all over. i mean so friday i just imagine it's like a shit show you're just like you can't control anything yeah right at all like on some point are you kind of like reaching out to your vendors and being like what can we cobble together or are you more in the mindset of like we will like it's one of these things where it's like i feel like the world is like trying to give you money and you're like how is a way for us to access this fund like not lose this opportunity but also not lose ourselves in the process yeah we turned off you know third-party delivery doordash and we turned off the phones for pickup orders and we turned off online ordering and it's like People were traveling three plus hours to come to one of these restaurants. So if you're going to be in there physically in person, that's the first priority, right? So that was a pivot we had to do very quickly. And people were like, I just can't get up with the phones. I'm like, turn the phone up. And just unplug it. Unplug the phone. Turn it up. Get out from the wall. If someone walks up to your face and wants to order pizza, that's who you talk to. Yeah. Let's go old school. It's okay. Don't answer the fuck. I love cash. I love cash. cash. (laughs) 86 everything you want to do and turn off that phone yeah everybody's uh-huh. trying to do too much yeah and it was like do what you can just do it you, you can, can only do what you can do that's it yeah but we it's yeah i think how moments like that really make clear what's important what needs to get done mm-hmm. it's like you kind of yes. keep track of that for your in your business you're like oh well what is important this is what's important these things yeah turn the phone off yeah i mean you add things on to drum up business you add things to get it to yeah. people but when when you go on a show that has 3.2 million viewers, you don't have to have a phone and talk to <laughs> I mean, we do now, but yeah. yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's uh, It was, it was wild. Our vendors were great, though. Like, our reps were awesome. And, yeah. and people just don't work in warehouses on Sundays. So it's like, you do what you can on Sunday. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But other than that, it's like, we'll call pickups, dropping off. People were super helpful. Did you raid grocery stores at all to get some of those ingredients? Still do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, our our team really, like, stepped up they did obviously that's you know we it would have been way more hectic if they hadn't but it was like really gonna get through it we're gonna we're gonna do it and i would our sentiment was once again like just do what you can they're like trying to still do too much but it was you know it was really really awesome to see it happen and to see them like totally kick ass and then gob and elizabeth left before us on saturday we were like just in communication with them so they were working like all day every day like Mm -hmm. making bread and like sourcing stuff and trying to figure it out and working at all three locations yeah everybody was Mm -hmm. yeah it was that was the moment where everyone's doing everything yeah Um, just where can you have hands and help Mm -hmm. it was nuts (laughs) so since then since doing the good morning america thing has it have you just kind of ridden the high or has has have things kind of leveled out a little bit for you it's definitely leveled out but it's like it's still it's great yeah the level of business now is percentages higher than it's sustainable. This, yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's a new normal. That's what it is. Right. Yeah, You're able good. to hire yeah. a lot of people, obviously. That was the best part. It's like all you people that helped out when we needed it, do you want to still work here? <laughs> you still want jobs? So, so where you were just like that, like, Because that's the kind of one of the things I was very curious about is like when you have a demand like that, you're kind of at a point where you're like, do we just extend overtime or do we hire more people? We did both. You did both. (laughs) We still do both. You're like, yeah, you want a a job, you're hired. But everyone there, it's like, you you know, they were all working more than 40. We were like, no, you got to talk out. Yeah. We've never been sticklers on it. It's like if the job needs to get done and you're willing to do it, you should pay for that work. So Mm -hmm. just do it, please. Our staff is more. Concerned about us than we are. Yeah. <laughs> says a lot about us. <laughs> I don't know, but I think it's like one of those things like to find good people. Like there is like mm-hmm. this thing of very much so like 
if you can like technically uh, with overtime and everything like that, it's better almost because that's that one person doing it versus like that duplicative. Because technically then you'd be paying two payrolls at the same time, which yeah. is actually more than time and a half and everything like that. But I think at the end of the day, if you're a trustworthy human and you have work to get done, you're just kind of like, let's just get, get it, it done. done. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Our team is completely stacked and we're very, very lucky about it. Sure. Are. We're very I cry about it often. Yeah, we we do. It's we're very lucky. It's we like to imagine and assume that it's because we grinded and, you know, people have seen our work ethic and things that we've done in the past. But it's, you know, like it it's really something special. So that's great. It is. I mean, (laughs) it's I mean, we're really it's it's great. I mean, I think two things can be true. I'm sure that y'all are like amazing people also work for too. So I think that's like when people believe in what somebody else is doing, they want to help co-build that dream and everything like that. And I'm sure it doesn't like, I can only imagine from here sitting with you, like y'all grind out. I mean, I'm guessing there are no eight hour days. There are like 12 plus. The second we wake up and it's this until the second we go to sleep and it, I love it, but it's really hard to convey to other people that's like, you know, we were just in Ely, but we were taking meetings and we were like mm-hmm. doing it's like, really hard photos and stuff for like, potential things and other yeah. stuff. Like we're we're personally, I work all day every. Yeah, for sure. I had like one game on my phone that I like to sum down to just for like twenty minutes, and, and then I working. reset. You're like, I just need this twenty minutes, and yeah. then I'm gonna be yes. right back on. True. Yeah. yeah. Okay, if we get a hit sponsored before we say what game it is. <laughs> We got a well ahead to be like, look at this amazing yeah. content that we are providing you it's right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a silly game. Um, yeah. It's it's from the moment we wake up to the moment we go to bed, for sure. But I mean, that's the thing with a lot of, you know, restaurants and, you know, creative work is so hands-on. It's so tactile. And that's why we love it. But we have to have the back inside of it for it to work and succeed and grow. And that's the stuff that the people that are, you know, in the trenches, on the line, behind the bar, mm-hmm. cleaning up tables, they don't see that other side of it, to grow it and make it bigger. So that's hard to, like Jeff said, to convey that to other people sometimes, you know? It's like, right. I know I'm not here washing dishes with you, but I swear to God, I'm trying to make your life easier. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. if you weren't, I would be, basically. Yeah. You yeah. Know, I think that's yeah. the thing to convey that I tell everybody that works with me is, if you weren't doing it, I would be doing it. And I have, I don't, it is, I'm not giving this to you because I hate it. I'm giving it to you because I need the space to make this thing bigger so we can keep yeah. totally moving you from there to yeah. here. 100%. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I love cooking and bartending. I love I washing dishes so yeah. much. It's my favorite job. I would like to just do <laughs> that all the time. But yeah, glad to get you back. Here we that. are, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're about to open up location four, correct? Five if you count the food truck. Oh, essentially five. Very fun. That's very true. So you're about to open up location five then. <laughs> three in, and a half years. In three and a half years. Mm-hmm. Does it get easier? Yeah. Some parts do, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The anxiety gets easier because mm-hmm. you trust yourself more. Yeah. Like, I got it. You get to know people at the city and you're like, hey, this license. Hey, Beth, how you doing? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Those things get easier because when you do it the first time, it's like, I can't mess up one single letter. I have to have perfect penmanship so that no one's, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I just heard this quote that was basically... Confidence doesn't create success. Success creates confidence. And it's just like positive feedback loop. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. We, we couldn't make it too easy on ourselves, though. So we had to do a completely different concept. So. <laughs> yeah. It's not just rectangle. <laughs> it's it's so the same. Terrible. There's like, there's like, <laughs> why, why, 
<laughs> we're just gonna totally like well because it's it makes total sense it's like you have this thing like i fucking made jewelry and then i was like let's make a fucking podcast like yeah yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I love that we're yeah. trying to make a show happen we're trying to do other stuff mm-hmm. too but you know we, we want to branch out and we don't you know we we've been doing the same stuff over and over and over and over and over again which we love but this is a different you know it's not just rectangle or we're with first ab so it's got to be we want to have the pizza, but we wanted, you know, we wanted to be a different thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What well, can you disclose and not disclose? Or is it oh, yeah. like we got can't it. wait to understand like concept, like TBD day of like opening and everything? This like podcast that? comes out August 28th. Yes. yes. That's perfect timing. OK, well, we should right. be. We, we didn't plan this for part of the market half, but maybe now we are. So totally a part of the. Yeah. The yeah. So tell us about the concept. So. Like Jeff said earlier, having other menus, other concepts, other ideas for restaurants, uh, he's always wanted to have a restaurant called Restaurant. <laughs> my God, I love oh it. God. Yeah, like, like in Seinfeld, where it just says restaurant on the side. Can you please have a big salad? There's yeah. there's, yeah. there's going to be big salad. Yeah. yeah. We're actually bringing our Caesar salad from the other restaurants because it's, it's a banger. It's a banger. The shredder will be there. So it will be rectangle pizza. Mm-hmm. But there's going to be a different pizza menu. There's mm. going to be a different sandwich menu. It's going to be like essentially upscale pub food or like bar food. But it's we I don't. We keep th- tossing around the phrase bodega chic. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Which is kind of fun. Oh, I love that. It's, because best the best egg sandwich is in New York at a bodega. Yeah. Or like, you you know, when you go to a deli or a grocery store or like a small thing yeah. here, you get a pasta salad. But ours is like yeah. chic and cute and different and yeah. Yeah. That's going to be the show stopper. And good is what it's going to be. But restaurant with a W, because you have to stick with the rectangle theme. Uh-oh. Yeah. Restaurant at the Palace is the official name. It's so funny. Just- <laughs> our, our parrot company, like our umbrella restaurant group company, is called LOL LLC. And filing that with. <laughs> <laughs> So, so Jeff's brother, Alex, is the third owner of our company. And when he filed that, he called and he was like, I can't believe I just filed that. That's hilarious. And I was like, yeah, that's what we're here to do. <laughs> we need to make people laugh. <laughs> at least like some part when, you know, you just yeah. you look at something that doesn't have to be funny. And it is. It, yeah. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. It's How not did really you have the idea for LOL? Like that well, is. We were trying to figure it out. But it was like, all right, well, it's LOL. And they're like, no, but for real. To your brother? Yeah. 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 Well, you know, we can't think of anything else. This is hilarious. Let's just do it. Well, because sometimes, I mean, we've worked for so many restaurant groups and you know about so many restaurant groups that are successful around the country or the world. I know. I'm not going to name them because I don't want to be mean to anybody, but there's just a little, it's just not our style, right? That's not our, not our bag, babe. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, (laughs) so we said that. Bag, bag. Bag, babe. Bag, babe. I was going to quote Austin Powers and say bag baby. And then I was like, I don't know if that's what I no. want to say. Yes, please do. <laughs> Lots of Austin Powers in your brain. I don't know why. It's really stuck with me. Struck a chord. <laughs> <laughs> Seemed like the right place. It did. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, that's that's that. How far along are you in the process right now? Of restaurants? Like, yeah. Are we like, you're, oh, yeah. you know, like are the build out's done? Yep. And like. Bill, that's done. The mural's almost up. You won just in February, Best Pizza in America, and you've already this opened. Was well, this started before. We were going to... Oh. First Avenue... So, okay. So, First Avenue has been renting the restaurant space next to the palace. It used to be Wild Times mm-hmm. for, like, what, five or six years now? And they had a concept to go in, and then at the last minute, they were like, 
it's too stuffy. That's not our vibe. It's not what we want. So they're like, let's scrap it and start somewhere else. And then the pandemic hit. So then it totally was on hold. And then we met Dana Frank, the owner of First Ave, when they were filming a commercial, when people were sort of coming back to shows like, hey, welcome back to the show. Here's how we do shows post still pandemic. They had this like instructional video and our friends were filming it. And he was like, my coworkers invited extras, but we need some more age variety. Do you have any friends that could come? And we're like, what? we could just come and be an extra. And then we met her then. And she reached out to us and was like, hey, we have this thing. We should talk about it. And then that's how the partnership started. Yeah. 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 So anyways, so we do that together with them. And it's mm-hmm. been awesome. Their team is very similar to ours. Very just like works hard, has fun, very chill. It's It's been a blast. But yeah, so... Training's happening now. Uh, they were making food today. The bar training happened today. We're also going to be in the XL Energy Center. On the champion club level. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> oh, I just love it. Like, I mean, I think that's like, I'm always like, give me an opportunity. I'll just fucking figure it out. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll just. Yeah. yeah. Is that that's, kind of very, do you turn stuff down? We have yep. very, very Seldom. little. Mm-hmm. It's like, it like if you can't, if we can't even think about it being doable, then we turn it down. Mm-hmm. Most of the most of the other things are not getting turned out. Yeah. So, and that's his brother's mentality. He he brings up and gets us so many opportunities or like in meetings with people. And I get I was very very skeptical at first to go so hard so fast. Growing up in restaurants and and working in them since I was like fifteen, all you ever hear is people like you expand too fast and it's all gonna fall, you know, and collapse and crumble. And it's like. Well, what if it doesn't, though? What if you have the right people to make it work and it happens? You know what I mean? And so Alex got us in all these meetings and got these opportunities and we just started doing them. And then you just do it and you just fucking figure it out and you make it work. And and then I was like, OK, let's take these meetings. You know, I felt more open to it, but I was, you know, taught to be scared about I mean, it. We, you know, everything crumbles like every day. But to the I level mean, of us not existing as well. Yeah, no, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like in in with our, you know. There's yeah. there's issues like relatively large issues that happen like twice a week. Can you give us an example? Oh, the the dough mixer didn't work yesterday. That makes bread for four locations about to be six. That is a step. But see, I think it's a perspective thing, though. I think everybody, yeah. if if you let it kill your business, then you will. But if totally. you're just like, oh, this is just today's hurdle that yep. I have to get over. No big deal. Yeah, we'll not really good at track, but I mean, like I can yeah. call people to help me with it. Right. <laughs> Besides, people like just. Literally people being out, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's like not not even something we'll touch on. Right. right. Like that's yeah. like people every day. There's something right. Yeah. So not even dealing with the people like the the just equipment and, you know, like plumbing and in Lynn Lake, we have that building. So there's like tenants. Yeah. And there's basically two businesses running out of it because in yeah. the basement is our commissary kitchen that right. does. All the pizza bread, the pickled jalapenos, and all the meats that we do, and then we deliver it to the other spots. Okay. So it's like, yeah, it's a lot of departments to... How many people do you employ? Now with restaurant, over 100, right? More than, you know, over 100 for sure. Yeah. I was just looking at our... Payroll? Well, not their not payroll. <laughs> I was just looking at our, our schedule, and I was like, <laughs> cruising through it. I was like, oh, yeah, the other, this new restaurant, got it. I was like, who the fuck is that person? Uh, which is not something I really, oh, God. Oh, phones. Oh, yeah, phones. Yep. Phones, yeah. Get your phone out here, dog. Can you edit that part out? Or is that like the musical background? We'll choose what to do with it. Sometimes it's like fun, but real here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you remember having those speakers? On like a computer speakers, and oh yeah, tell when so you're gonna get a phone call. Yeah, dial up beforehand. Mm-hmm. 
Well, not even. Oh, yes. Not even. Yeah. It's yeah. it just like the merging of yeah. dial up with cell phones. <laughs> that was a Trip time to be alive there. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that was a little off topic. But <laughs> right no. on topic, too. No, I was right on topic. So at the moment, what keeps you guys up at night? <laughs> oh, man. My whole thing She's is. She's super good at sleeping. So. I like to work myself physically and mentally till I can't even be awake anymore. I've never had a problem falling asleep. I'm always like. Really? Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, uh, I have so many fucking pictures of my husband that's taking me out of like laptops and like I'm asleep on the couch, like working and everything yeah. like that. Yeah. Just like. I should probably just make a whole reel of like pictures of Larissa asleep with a laptop because <laughs> it is. I'd watch that reel. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to watch all your reels. Yeah. So. Uh, our beverage director sort of has something like that. Oh my God. It's called Goblin the Couch. Check it out. It's hilarious. Yeah. His friends just take pictures of him sleeping on couches. That's very funny. It's, uh, it's about 10 years old, but it's still. So when he was living in New York, yeah. couch surfing. So that it's helps. Very... But yeah. All right. So what is so, the biggest yeah. challenge? I know. Say... Yeah. I mean, when I was a kid, I had a hard time sleeping and I would get maybe three to four hours of sleep a night because I just was full of anxiety. But why? Yeah, huh? Like where I grew up. Anyways, it's fine. No, I'm saying right, right now. Right now? Yeah, what keeps you up at night? I don't know. Fucking the things I don't know about yet that are about to come, probably. The unknown. What didn't you do? What didn't I do? What What did I do that is not right that it's going to fuck everybody over? What time? What time of night is that? Lately, it's been 3.18. Isn't that, it's always right around 3 o'clock-ish time. What is that? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I woke up hour. today at 3. <laughs> and then yeah. I, was like, I go to bed hard, but then the brain snaps on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My dreams are wildly. Anyways, what about you? Yeah. Well, I do most of my freaking stuff out. as soon as she goes to bed, which is like very shortly after head hit pillow, um, mm-hmm. which is nice for me. So then I, 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 I don't know. I, I stress about a lot. But it's been a lot better now. You know, the fifth time is is getting easier, but it's still now it's more along the lines of anxiety and just like just trying to I just want to do it. I don't I just want to be there. It's like, why am I in bed? Why am I not just like at this restaurant prepping stuff and making it easier for people and like, you know, doing whatever I can to help get it's it. It's like exciting for you. Exactly. I'm yeah. super excited about it. It's too, you know, like. Right after we're done here, we we have some some things to to get done. But then we're like, I'm I'm just like really giddy to to be doing prep and like be cooking again and be. It's the same sentiment of us trying to sleep the night before GMA finals. Yeah. It's like I just want to do it. And this mm-hmm. is like months of that. <laughs> Wait, waiting around just drives me nuts. I mean, mm-hmm. especially at restaurants. I don't know if you. Could, I mean, I'm sure you guys can relate. Whatever, but restaurants, it's like. You make it, you give it, they love it, they pay for it. It's very instant gratification reaction stuff. All transactional. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and that's what we're, we very much get highs off of. So like the prepping part, we're getting better at. And the long months of like planning and sourcing and whatever, that's like very, very new and different for me. Um, but then when it comes down to like go time, I'm like, this is where I shine. I'm really good at like this, this, go, go. So yeah, I don't know. Being chill is hard. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, it's... Obviously, it's a lot, and I feel like a lot of the things that we do and a lot of things that we kind of brush off would sort of make a regular person crumble. So mm-hmm. it's 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 not so bad recently. Mm-hmm. Well, it's because we have a dope team. That's why. Oh, it's, it's really, really. When the people, you get the people right, it's great. But I think we can all say when we, you get the people wrong at the moment, it's like, my coach once said, it's not my coach, it's my EOS implementer, but she you, she uh, said, uh, 
business is easy. People are hard. 100%. 1,000%. Yeah. I can fill out forms. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I can cost a menu. I can take inventory. But yeah, getting the right person in the right place is the hardest part. Yeah. Which we try really hard to do and we try to not like necessarily write people off immediately and be like, all right, well, where are we going to go? What can we do? Like you were doing this before. It's not working out. What are we going to pivot to? Mm-hmm. You know, how are we going to how are we going to figure it out? And we don't want to just like we've been in so many institutions where it's like you you're done. You're like you did one thing that was like maybe sort of unacceptable in our eyes and you're done. Yeah. Kind of like struck against your core values. Mm-hmm. And we're not trying even to, really. <laughs> yeah, not even really. Exactly. Yeah. Like it was, you know, I've been fired from so many jobs for the dumbest shit. And so I think now it's like instead of being like, get the fuck out of here, it's like, let's talk about it. Why would you do it? Yeah. What was it like? What led you to this point? And how do we choose something different next time? And if you don't want to choose something different, let's talk about how that's probably isn't the job for you. And do you think that's changing at all in the restaurant industry and just industries in general because of like the pandemic and like there was there's like well, there's an extreme staffing shortage right now. Right. So it was like pre-pandemic. I wouldn't say like people there was just a different mindset at the time where totally we knew that there was like a little bit of a balance between like unemployment and everything. Like whereas anybody that runs a small business right now knows like you it is hard to find good people, especially at a lot of like entry level positions, you know, and stuff like that. So do you feel like that's changing at all in the restaurant industry or is it just kind of you? Yes, you. I'm asking to be the spokesperson for the entire restaurant. Yeah, I, I was just about to be like, damn, dog. <laughs> We'd love to assume it's just us because we're the best. But, uh, um, you know, I probably not because. I hope people are changing. I really do. There's some good out there still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Silly. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're fucking trying hard. It is not easy. And, you know, it's it's our first times doing it. I used to always not understand when my parents would say that I'm the firstborn of my family and my dad and I would get into such big fights and he's, he'd be like, you know what, Brianna, we're first time being parents too. You got to cut us some slack. And I just never understood that because as yeah. a kid, it's like that parent's always been a parent. That grandparent's always been a grand. And it's like everybody's doing it the first time, no matter what, like how old you are. Right. And so now I'm like, oh man, sorry, dad. <laughs> I'm such an asshole. <laughs> I think about that often too. Uh-huh. Like when you realize that your parents are just winging it too, you're like, oh, yeah, that's like I feel like that's the point where you like become an adult. You're like, I get it. We're all just we're all just swinging, swinging it. it. Yeah, we're, we're all just trying to figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> Brene Brown said it, and I was like, Oh my god, that's so true. It's like, and I started just saying it all the time here to my staff. It's like fucking first times. Yeah. Every single time is a fucking first time. I've never been at a business this size, and I have no fucking idea what I'm doing. And yeah. guess what? Tomorrow, I've never been at a business of that size. I have zero fucking idea oh. what I'm doing. So let's just make the best decision we can, and if yeah. we fuck it up, we figure it out. Right. We're friend of an open heart surgeons. Yeah. We're making stuff. Yeah. We're we're straight up winging it. Yeah. We get a lot of help from my brother who has other business experience. Yeah. Quite a bit of it. But, you know, he, he lives in Duluth. Mm-hmm. And so he doesn't have a whole lot of day to day stuff for us. But we're straight up winging it. We're trying to, like, make this this business be something that we hadn't encountered in other like regular restaurant businesses and be like, mm-hmm. well, what do you have for this position? It's like, I don't fucking know. Let's, let's figure it out. Let's build it. Mm-hmm. What do you want to do? Yeah. that's. Like, I you- can't tell you what you want to do. You have to tell us, like, do you want to do this in the future? How do we get there? Because we have this amazing opportunity that we never thought we would have. Mm-hmm. And it's like, let's ride this out because we, we got it. And see that fearless attitude, I think, is what's contributing to your success that like we're going to have fun doing this. This is an opportunity. Why would we why would we waste the time and yeah. not try this out? Mm-hmm. Exactly. There's nothing 
ever could have prepared my like me for anything like this because I I never thought it would be even close to this level and especially this fast. just so <laughs> so grateful for it so grateful for the team but it's like you know how and I feel like that's there's been very little like taking us up on that but like we're really trying to hit that stride about being like there's a couple things we have to do before we're really diving into like what the rest of other people want, right? Like we're mm-hmm. almost to this point where we definitely didn't think that we were going to be at. Like we're trying to find a building that we can have our commissary be a little bit more dialed in. And then once bigger, that happens, bigger, it opens up so many doors for all of our people. And to do more. It's, you know, it it just, it's no small feat, but we're trying to, we're trying to do bigger, better things. So absolutely. So oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. So on that, what's your what's the what's the future look like then? Like if you were to say five years from now, what am I dreaming of? Not just like what's coming up in the three months with restaurant, mm-hmm. but what's five years look like to me? What are those big dreams that you're shooting for? We would like to have a restaurant with a parking lot. <laughs> that's the moonshot. <laughs> Dumb. That's like a Lynn Lake. St. Peter and you know like I actually I have a friend that uh, is uh, owns several nail suits and that's like her saying it's like she won't even fucking look at a place unless it has a parking lot. We talked to a lot of people yeah you know like Lynn Lake North Loop Malcolm's got a lot of parking but it's still not even enough yeah Mm -hmm. that's 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 high on your list got it (laughs) you know we we just want to keep on we 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 talk about this a lot and it isn't defined at all our five-year plan is still real loose Mm -hmm. because we want to focus in on our people and like what they want to do it really depends on if we can get that have that next piece so we can like expand rectangle intelligently but then like expand our staff and like you know catapult these people into what they want to really do yeah rather than be like oh do you want to work on the line forever or do you want to do whatever it is you want to do start a magazine cool yeah. what do you guys want to do yeah it's become very obvious to me like after the, over this conversation that y'all care so much about your people and your team oh, yeah. but leaves me actually with a question is like do you guys feel like you care for yourself at all for no fuck no absolutely not <laughs> no oh Oh, God, I don't have be, enough energy cool, to care for right? myself at all. Yeah. You know, that's my five-year goal. Uh-huh. Give a shit about myself again, hopefully. <laughs> How dare you talk like that? I'd like we to, like, have time to take a yoga class, for yeah. fuck's sake. That's, that seems attainable, right? I mean, we we also talk about this quite a bit, because mental health is something we're really striving for with our staff. Mm-hmm. And, like, we're, we try to pay, it, like, a lot of attention to it. It's... It's a lot. It's a huge thing. And we're very lucky that our mental health isn't completely in the toilet. Well, we have each other, which helps. We sure do. We we boost each other up quite a bit. But it's, you know, it's... it's the a, hardest part is when we both have a bad day. And it's like, shit, who, oh, yeah. I need you. Know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's it's good to identify that. It's good to identify when you're both having a bad day because it helps be like, well, I guess we're both in a place where we need to like figure this out mm-hmm. i mean that happens quite a bit but we will end up just like cry laughing about how incredibly stressful and incredibly like diabolical the position that our every day is in and because it, it's fucking hilarious and it, like said before like it's fucking tough yeah yeah, yeah. but it seems like you <laughs> laugh a lot i feel like laughter it's, and humor is the thing that has keeps us what laughter. else are we gonna do right like it's really funny <laughs> it can't, i mean we could stop i guess no but that's also, you know, like, how are our people that we care so much about yeah. going to, you know, like, 
I'm sure they'd be fine, but not, you know, we'd like to assume that we're at least trying to do something for them. Yeah. So you've essentially created a pizza, a restaurant or a business that is like, it sounds like humor and fun is kind of like the thing that has brought everybody together and is basically has created your success in a way. Yeah. It seems like that's the one thing that I've noticed throughout this conversation that's been driving you forward is as you've reached these like milestones, these hard points, you're like, it's, it's you, you're like, one of the most boring things is like picking your business LLC and you're like, mm-hmm. it's hilarious. Let's just call it L- LOL LLC. Oh, like, yeah. and like get past that, like kind of tough, serious decision you're trying to make. And it seems like you do that so often in your business, you get over it with just being like, let's just have fun with it. Well, it shouldn't be that serious, right? All right. We're just making food. Like I said before, we're not open heart surgeons. We're not curing cancer. And I try to remind people that all the time when they're stressing. I'm like, I'm not trying to diminish your moment and how you're feeling and that this is important right now. But like the opposite. Yeah. Take a deep breath. And like, we're just making food and drinks. You know, we're trying to make friends with people. We're just trying to give someone else a break. Give yourself a break. You know like, what I mean? Food like, is fun. Food, food is fun. Is not, it's one of our core values. At, yeah. Yeah. You should be crying at dinner. People are yeah. people are drawn to fun. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like they they want to be where people are having fun. You can, you know, be at the shittiest fucking like they've got nothing to give you. They worst for worst food, worst drink, whatever. And it's like if, if it's fun, it doesn't matter. People will show up because yeah. it's about the people. Yeah. It's about yeah. having fun. I think some of the quote unquote best food that I've eaten has been the least like and I shouldn't say I say I should say it this way. Some of the worst food I've eaten is actually should be some of the best food I've eaten. But the environment is so unfun where you yeah. feel like you're just picking at it because you have to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like you're not just enjoying the food. I no. fucking hate fine dining sometimes. Nice. I just am like, it has a place sometimes, yeah. but I'm like, it just kills me sometimes. And just, yeah. That's, not, you know, it's fun sometimes. I've never craved anything really from a, like a traditional fine dining. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Like, what do you crave? A really good sandwich or like fucking mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. Nachos. Yeah. Oh, God, I love nachos. Actually, restaurant mac and cheese for some reason. I don't know what they do differently, but it's always hits right. Yeah. You're like, I just need to go get that bowl of mac and cheese. Yeah. We had it for dinner at home last night. It was so good. <laughs> I was like, damn. It was This is good. Yeah. I like yeah. famous Dave's. Mac and cheese. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, we're all going to Austin, Texas. I've got I got a barbecue tour already lined up for you. I know we need to go. I've never been. Yeah. Oh, I will I thank you. Too. I took Andrew. Like Andrew had gone to Austin before him, but then I was like, "Hi, I go three times a year. Can I introduce you to my version of Austin, Texas?" Yeah, let's yeah. go. That's I'm great. ready. I'm ready uh, too. We all did a. We all did a. Just uh, know this will happen now. What as Andrew knows, if you sell me that we're doing yeah. something, I'm like, go, let's gotta go. Do it. I'm in. All right, Austin, perfect. Texas. Yeah, <laughs> on our way. <laughs> yeah, we all did like a barbecue brunch and it's like we started at like eight in the morning yeah. and by lunch we just we all felt like we were gonna throw. So we did actually so it's Lockhart, Texas, which is the ca- the capital in the US of barbecue. So it's this super small town. Has like a town square. Hmm. Has about like eight barbecue places where like the barbecue family lineage comes from and everything like that. And we just thought it was funny. Like we were like well, what if like how people go to church? Well, we're just gonna go to barbecue restaurants on it because it was a Sunday morning and sure. everything like that. And so, and we were like, well, let's rank them. And so we're all going to get this like sampling and we're going to yeah. be like our own judges and mm-hmm. everything like that. We just yeah. followed the smell of barbecue and literally saw this one place where it was like smoke coming out the door. And we're like, that place, let's go there. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so we got to like spot five and by now we had all consumed probably about like two pounds of meat and we <gasps> really couldn't. Was, was any of it like bad? Yeah. 
just so we're better than others. The thing that's sure. the thing that is, and so there's a place in Austin, Texas that I will give a huge shout out to, which is Nickel Sweet, because they care just about as much about their meats as they do their sides. Oh, and this is the I fucking yes, I know mean, their sides. Chef's kiss. Yeah. Yeah. Just like yeah. Jeff's kiss. Jeff's kiss. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but that's like the one thing is like, because literally we all consume just pounds of meat because this is the one thing about barbecue institutions that is slowly changing with a lot of like the new crew that's kind of doing it. But like the old timers, they don't give two shits about like the sides. And I'm like, that's just that. Like, it's like the sad coleslaw, the sad potato salad, you know? So maybe yeah. the sauce. The sauce is, yeah, and they have more of a vinegar-based sauce, so. Yeah. I don't like barbecue at all. No, why would I? (laughs) (laughs) I'm here for the sides. Yeah. Yeah. The sides. I'm a coleslaw fanatic. I'm a sides boy. Yeah, Yeah, they do a a lemon poppy seed coleslaw from Micklethwaite. That is like, yeah. Sounds delicious. On it, you know? Like, it doesn't have to be the regular-ass shit all the time. Oh, miracle whale. All right. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, it's been amazing having you guys on, and I think we're going to wrap it up. Normally, we do, what are your three favorite podcasts? Because we started this because we're podcast junkies. Are you guys podcast junkies or not really? I am. All right. All right. I'm going to ask then. All right. Brianna's going to say what our three favorite podcasts are, and then Jeff is going to actually tell us what are the three restaurants that you kind of like, three food things that you dream about, like that you're like, if these are like on my deathbed meal, like tell us your, like, your deathbed meal kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Sure, you're going to go but, first. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah. My first one is Wine and Crime. Woo. Wine and Crime is a local. Well, yeah, the gals are from here. Amanda is an old coworker of mine, and they're just, it's hilarious. I love that one. Uh, we listen to Conan O'Brien needs a friend because of the humor and laughter and fun. And the third one is called Up and Vanished. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With uh, Payne Lindsay. Yeah. Where he uh, cold cases and tries to figure out and talk to people across the country. And and he really inserts himself into those communities he, in a way. Yeah, he sure does. But I, I like it. Um, those are my top three. Yeah. Oh, oh, shit. Can I do four? Yeah. yeah. Cool. Thanks. Radical Candor. I love that one, too. Oh, that one helps me so much. I don't know about that one. Uh, I feel like we talked about it at our happy hour. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know I had a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. I like that one. It's it's digestible. It's small. If I'm feeling frustrated at work, I'd be like, let me listen to that like 15 minute episode again, just to like re-familiarize myself and how to like it. Yeah, it's great. That's a good one for work. But I, my podcasts are like, let me escape while I do dishes at home or do laundry. That's where I go to. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What, What was mine? It's your deathbed meal. Is that even what they call it? Last, last, last meal. I feel like your dad's bad. I was like, I'm like, awesome. missing a cool dude. Like, I don't think around here is like, I take like common <laughs> phrases, but just mix them up enough that I'm like, me too. That doesn't sound. I do that all the time. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I used to think it was a bowl, B O W L, in a China shop. And I was like, I understand where you're getting to, but aren't there bowls in China shops? I don't give <laughs> what's happening here. There's tons of bowls. In I learned that this year. 36 this I'm year. With no, 100%. I just have like dialed in. I'm like, this is me, y'all. Uh-huh. Like, uh, yeah, I'm not changing a damn yeah. thing. Yeah. Play it by ear or year. I don't, yeah. what's the phrase? Yeah. I get where you're going, yeah. but like, what is it? Yeah. My deathbed meal. <laughs> I, I'm telling you that that sandwich that we had at Edith's, like some sort of breakfast sandwich. Yeah. I love sausage, egg, and cheese. It really doesn't matter. If you've ever been to Monticello, the Moon Bakery, your Moon Donut, oh. has this like it's like a croissant with sausage egg and cheese. Oh, man. and it's, it's like just the softest thing you've ever put in mouth. It's Hello, so fucking loud. 
uh, we get like two, we, we go to cub and get hot sauce. If we don't have any on, on hand, it's like, mm -hmm. it's just unbelievable. But the one that we had in New York at Edith's was like, a it's like a scallion pancake without the scallion. So real light and fluffy and like crumbly and like a sausage kind of gravy thing. I don't, I can't even tell you, but it was, it was like a breakfast taco, but yeah, a scallion, scallion egg pancake instead of a, so like ten of those, yeah. So like a hundred of those, you know. I w it wouldn't be much of a meal. I don't, I'm not like segmented like starch vegetable meat thing, unless we're talking about KFC famous bowls. In which case, I'm definitely about that. <laughs> but it's all like in one smushed up thing. So is yeah. the egg? Is the egg just like a scrambled egg? Is it a fried egg? Is it like a custardy egg? It's like a crepe. And that's kind of what I tend to, I lean towards at the restaurant. That's what we do. I like a baked egg. Yeah. I like, you know, I like a fried egg. I like sunny side up. I'll do fucking whatever I love. I love eggs. But like, we, we'll blend it, blend the eggs, pass it through a sieve, then ladle it into like a, a nonstick pan, throw it in the oven and let it let just come together and cool that down. And then it's just like, it's a tortilla. Yeah. Yeah. Egg. And you can stuff that. Make like with cheese and whatever. Yeah. Make that hot. And then and just folding it up and it eats easy. Yeah. <sighs> that's, Little the, that's the thing I like. Yeah. What I don't like is flowers on food. Anyway. <laughs> Herb. Herb is something to have. <laughs> Herbs. <laughs> anyway, stop putting flowers on food. Please. You like your flowers in food, not on food. Yeah. Like, or just, you know, flour. Yeah. Like flour. There's a lot of you bouquet on the table. Yeah. 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 Oh, flowers. <laughs> Those edible flowers, nobody's eating them. <laughs> <laughs> on that note. Anyway, I love you. <laughs> I love you, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's not towards anybody. And, you know, it's for everyone. Yeah. I was actually just talking to Brianna and only that. Yeah. <laughs> Obsessed with flowers on food. Yeah. Okay. Right. Oh, my gosh. You guys. <laughs> On that note, thank you both so much for being here. You were thank amazing. You um, and I'm just so excited for whatever both of you do, whether it's honestly just treating yourself to a fucking trip or whatever else is on the horizon of opening up your 10th, 20th, whatever. <laughs> and then you're going to both kill it. We'll so, figure it out. Yeah. Thanks, friends. I hope you get that parking lot. Yeah. We'll have, a, it's, we'll have at least like one spot. You know, it'd be sick. You can say you can have a lot with two spots, right? Yeah. Yeah. No. Reserved. Yeah. Not for me. I don't need it. Yeah. Just somebody. Because then you can put it on the Google and be like, you got a parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> if the sign said reserved for somebody, that'd be great. For you. Reserved. It's your day. Oh. <laughs> you deserve it. Come on now. I feel like there should be a parking lot grand opening for you. Oh, yeah. There'll be something. We'll have a ribbon. Yeah. Cut. Yeah. Like Dave ribbons. Matthews band in my head now. Thank you. You know where I was going with that. Yeah. I know. I was thinking the same thing earlier. Yeah. He looks paid. I'm amazed I yeah. thought of that. All right. Thanks. Bye, friends. Hey. Bye. Bye. All right, everybody. Welcome to the end of the episode. If you got this far, then you are a badass and I'm giving you a high five right now. And with that, if you enjoyed today's episode, I have a little favor to ask. Please go share this podcast with three of your friends and give us a five-star review. That is the only way that this can grow. And we truly love doing it. So if you could do us a solid, that would mean so much. And then we'll keep on bringing you fabulous content. We've got some really great guests coming up. So yeah, and thank you so much and have an okay day, okay week, or just be okay. It's okay. The end. That's it.
no more. Bye.